Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 510 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Jay who is on the team to transcribe our podcast conversations. So we really appreciate his work every week. And he writes, Accuracy in all parts, especially pedals, keeping correct tempo throughout. So basically, this is his answer when I ask him what is his main challenges, what are some things that he is challenging, what is he... Um, frustrated with right things that are keeping him from reaching his goals. Let's talk about accuracy or accuracy in all parts. Yes, I always envy you know organists who can play without any kind of mistakes. Always envy, or not not so much anymore. Not so much anymore, but but of course there are you know. Organists that play without any mistakes, even the smallest one. That you can always, you know, record their concerts and put them on CDs. But that's that's a rare case. Often, you know, you might not hear a mistake because you don't know that piece very well, or you know you are not focused enough while listening to the piece. And you might miss it because, for instance, there are sometimes these moments when you are play yourself and you think that that something went wrong, but when you listen to a recording and it seems okay. I did this. Remember my first organ CD with Gedrus Gelgot as the flutist. I played the uh, minor toccata. Yes, I remember that, but it wasn't a case. You played it, and you thought it, w- it, it was went okay. okay, and I thought so too. And when we listened to the recording, we heard that mistake. In know? the first page. Yes. And I didn't repeat this page. Therefore, my sound engineer had a, a very difficult time in eliminating this mistake. But he did it, I think. Yes, he did it. So, 
do you think accuracy is the most important goal, the final goal of each organist or not? Accuracy probably is important uh, for beginners very much because they are just starting out and struggling to play without mistakes. And um, if they make too many mistakes, uh, the quality of the perception of the piece, of the performance, gets distorted in your listeners' ears, in your listeners' minds. Therefore, it's good to aim to play with accuracy, and it's good to, to aim to master the piece with this kind of accuracy, right? Yes, I think it's very important, you know, to play as accurate as possible. But I don't think it's, you know, the only goal or the most important goal. I guess, you know, the most important goal is, of course, to play as accurate as possible. But I think that even more important is to keep steady tempo throughout the piece. Even if you made a mistake. And that's what happens with the beginners, especially, you know, we make a mistake, we got all, you know, stressed out, and we stop keeping tempo, or we stop mm -hmm. in the middle of performance and might, you know, to repeat it again, and we make mistake at the same spot again, and... I have heard such performances. Or they freeze and don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. This kind of situation is the worst, I think, for listeners. True, because, you know, if you occasionally make a mistake, who doesn't know? We are no, no computers, no robots. But if you will give a steady tempo, then nobody will notice. Or maybe just a few professionals would but not a general audience. Do you think people mess up more uh, pedal parts or um, manual parts? Well, I never thought about it, you know, never counted. <laughs> mm -hmm. If I have heard more mistakes in the pedals or made myself, or, you know, in, in, in the manual part. But I guess, you no know, pedal part is still still a challenge for many organists, mm -hmm. for beginners. But I guess if we would just relax and let it go, I think we would do a better job. I think it's all mostly mental. Yeah, and it depends, and it also, I was going to say, depends on people's ability to multitask. Right, because when you play the organ, you have to be able to do many things at once. Play with your right hand, play with the left hand, play with the right feet, foot, and play with the left foot at the same time. Sometimes really together, all, all those four parts. Sometimes in alternation. And uh, this requires coordination of your various body parts. 
and beginners and people with less experience on the organ bench or less experience with different kind of instruments usually get distracted uh, while doing this kind of assignment of playing different parts together and if they mess up some place in some place they can't pick up uh, from the same place seamlessly they, they have to stop and start again but I think that's that's very natural and, and after a while experience if you if you don't uh, stop yourself from from uh, practicing over the years uh, practicing and playing in public playing in, on different instruments if you keep advancing I think your experience will teach you all things that you need to know and uh, it will not be very challenging to pick up the music without stopping and keep going just keep going Right. Yes, it's very important. And uh, another thought that came to my mind while you know reading G, G's question about keeping the correct tempo throughout the piece, that you know if it's difficult for you to keep that tempo throughout the piece, mm-hmm. that maybe you picked up the wrong tempo or the wrong piece. Well, that's possibility too, but let's not go and you know to select mm-hmm. the repertoire, but. Maybe, you know, it's not a right tempo for you. Maybe it's a right tempo for that piece. But maybe you still have to work on some, you know, difficult spots. And, you know, to strengthen your abilities, technical abilities, you know, to play it. Quite often, the most challenging episode comes not at the beginning, but towards the middle or towards even the end of the piece. Well, it's often the cadences if we are talking about mm-hmm. Bach's music. So even even if this cadence is the first cadence that you meet in Bach's music, it's not in the first measure. Sure. It's after a few measures. And if you start, uh, you know, at the concert tempo and it goes smoothly, like for three, four, six measures, and then you encounter a cadence and then you slip right you first have to think about this cadence and be able to play it at the comfortable tempo fluently and then pick this tempo for the beginning of the piece yes and sometimes i you know found out for myself that if i pick up you know a new piece that i don't know then everything is just fine. But if I decide to learn some you know, well-known organ piece that I have heard many, many times, I sit down on the organ bench and I want to play it in the right tempo as I you know, hear it in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then it's really a problem. Because you cannot pick up you know, right away a very difficult long organ piece and play it in a concert tempo. No, not yet. So I find it's challenging sometimes to slow me down. Well, you know, you have to, you want to have immediate results, right? Yes, but it's it's impossible, I think, for anybody. If somebody tells you no, know, maybe, you know, we're just exaggerating very skills. Even Bach was known to 
stop for several times while sight reading a piece on the harpsichord uh, while uh, visiting his friend. Uh, this was documented in one of his mm, letters. And then after that he exclaimed that it's not possible to sight read everything. Excellent. Mm -hmm. So guys, don't worry, even Bach was a human being, even if it's hard to believe. Thanks guys, this was Vidas. And Usha. Please send us more of your questions, we love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida Santosha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Usha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Usha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.